microbiology is a study of microorganisms because diba, minute yung organisms sila. But they have great impact to all of us because I love comparing microbiology terms and microbiology in real life. So they have impact in our lives, in health, and of course, the environment. Hindi natin sila nakikita. And similarly, when we compare that in real life, we have to be appreciative of small things in life. The Ask Theory podcast shines the spotlight on Pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines. Listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. Hi, Dr. Pai. Welcome to the Ask Theory podcast. Hi. Hello. Hello po. How are you? How are you? Very busy ba? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> I must say a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, every scientist I've talked to has found something to do during the pandemic. Parang the work doesn't really stop. Yeah, I think it's busier now than before. <laughs> like we work after office hours and we still work during weekends and holidays. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> On one hand, I would think that you get more done, hopefully. But hopefully. on the other hand, <laughs> the idea is to get more done. But on the other hand, the work-life balance naman yung medyo nagsasuffer. Mm-hmm. A bit, yeah. Yeah, yung setting the boundaries. No? But if you love something, like, you know, if you love what you do naman, syempre, hindi naman to the point of exhaustion. But I guess we find it easier to do these things even in our free time, yeah, right. so to speak. But speaking of, you know, loving science, maybe we can start by having you tell our listeners a little more about yourself and how you fell in love with science, about the things that you're doing right now that are keeping you busy, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. So before I start, let me greet muna people who are uh, listening yes. to us. Special greeting to people in the lab, our lab, Biological <laughs> Research and Services Lab in NSRI in UP Diliman. So how did I fall in love with science and what I do now? So I'm currently a scientist and laboratory head in NSRI in UP Diliman. And what brought me into science or particularly in microbiology? So actually my interest in micro or me doing microbiology is basically due to my best friend. Mm-hmm. I went with her for our high school science project in UP Rural High School in UPLB in Los Baños. So maybe this is similar with other or some of our listeners like presenting in science fairs. Ganyan. So I remember doing a microbiology project in the lab of a great scientist. But at that time, I just joined her. I just want to go with her and be group mates with her. I was not even aware of the impact of what we were doing or the greatness of the people we were working with. So, yeah, I just consider myself as someone who seeks learning. So, like most of the students, again, I was a high school student before, who really did not know what to do. Hindi siya talagang, like, love ko yung science from the beginning. So, in fact, I also submitted my entrance exam application form on the last day of the extended deadline for submission. Wow. So, mabuti na oh, lang. Oh, buzzer Yes, mabuti na lang nag-extend <laughs> ng deadline. <laughs> <laughs> hindi ko, hindi ko na-submit yung deadline. So, nag-extend ng deadline. 
Tapos, doon, doon ako nag-submit. So, I, I really didn't know what to pursue in college, kaya hindi ako makasubmit. And looking back again, yung best friend na na-mention ko kanina, ginaya ko siya. Kahit kasi ang nilagay niya ay BS Bio. So, I just copied again her course. <laughs> Luckily, no, both of us passed. No? So, <laughs> BS Bio uh-huh. course. And then, when the time came naman, ba- paano ko napunta sa micro? Kasi during our second year in college, I had to choose my major. Iba-iba yung fields na no, in biology and one of them is microbiology. And again, at that time, I really didn't know again no, kung, kung saan akong field pupunta. So I, I was still again a bit clingy. Tapos tinanong ko uli yung best friend ko, ano yung major mo? Sabi niya micro. So yun, nilagay ko ulit microbiology. <laughs> and luckily again, both of us passed the stringent screening of the institute. So there. Oh, ang cool naman. Eh, pero I love your story because... I don't often hear about mag-best friend na into science. Yeah. Yeah, usually yung mga nalalaman ko mga ganyan stories, they're friends because of their professional careers. Parang nakilala ko to mm-hmm. as a scientist na naging friends kami. Pero ang cool nito na you <laughs> basically like grew up in a sense yung college years with someone who was just invested in science like Yeah, you. we were classmates since grade school. And my parents, uh-huh. supportive lang naman sila of what I want to do. So, hinayaan lang nila ako to choose. And I chose the course of my best friend. Okay, <laughs> sa kanila. <laughs> <laughs> so, you would say that your best friend sort of inspired you to take this path? Yes, yes. And I believe until now, no, my best friend pa din kami. And she's also into microbiology. Okay lang bang tanongin ko? What's the name of your best friend? Yes, Tina Alip. <laughs> Hello, Miss Tina, if you're listening. <laughs> Hello, Pok. Thank you for inspiring another great scientist here in the Philippines. <laughs> ah, baka makausap ko rin si Miss Tina at some point dito sa podcast. Yes, hopefully. She's also a big boss. <laughs> wow, if she's willing, no? Hopefully someday. But right now, let's focus on you. So, I want to know if you can summarize in a single sentence ko ano yung mission nyo as a scientist. What would it be and why? That would be to be able to give back to people, like to contribute to the community. I feel that I do something good when my research results would benefit the people or the community in general. So I think your question now would be, how do I give back through my interest (laughs) in food safety or particularly in environmental microbiology? So this I would always explain, even if we have the Food Safety Act, there are challenges from the environment that would include microorganisms such as salmonella that can contaminate livestock and can cause salmonellosis or typhoid fever and Escherichia coli that would cause food poisoning and diarrhea. And according to institutions like the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention or the CDC, foodborne diseases remain a major public health concern globally. So, punta tayo sa Philippines, of course. Particularly in the Philippines, foodborne diseases are also among the common causes of diarrhea, which remains as one of the leading causes of morbidity and mortality in the country. So, part of my research work is on the investigation of microbial safety of agricultural products by studying the microbiological quality of produce, 
from Philippine markets and even in the farms. So I particularly look at microbial contamination in vegetables, such as the one that I already mentioned, coli, salmonella, and we also look at viruses. We always hear viruses now, no? but type of viruses that we look at is bacteriophage. So they mm-hmm. are viruses infecting bacteria. So meron din mga ganong type. Mm-hmm. We do a comprehensive study from the different places of the country and also do source tracking of this contamination, like go back to the sources. Saan ba sila talaga nag-originate so that we can prevent them at their source? So hindi lang siya sa Philippines, so yung study ko or study namin, no? I would say namin because there would also be, of course, other researchers involved. So it would span from the Philippines to other areas in Southeast Asia up to South Korea. I also found antimicrobial resistance in this. And because of my work, going back na sa mission ko kanina, bakit ko kinwento yun? Because of my work, I am part of the technical working group of the one developing for standards for microbial agricultural food safety, as well as I'm selected as one of the ASEAN Science and Technology Fellows, helping create science-based policies. And this is where I feel that I give back to the community. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really awesome. So basically, kung meron pong mga pagkain na binibenta sa market or sa mga groceries, part po ng trabaho ninyo or career ninyo in your research is to determine yung sources of contamination, So kung baka nagkaroon po ng outbreak ng sakit, halimbawa, magagawa niyo po bang matrace yung pinanggalingan niya or kung ano yung dahilan kung bakit nangyari yung ganong klaseng sakit from the food? Yes po, ang tawag po dyan ay microbial source tracking. So we are doing that right now and we thank the Department of Agriculture, Bureau of Agricultural Research for supporting our research. Malalaman natin exactly kung saan po siya nag-originate. Aha, and... Dito pa naman, hindi naman sobrang dalas pero every once in a while we'd hear about yung may panibagong sakit from these foods and syempre magpapanik ang mga tao, no? magkakabahan, parang bibili pa ako nitong product na to from the grocery or from the market pero ano, baka magkasakit tayo. So you and your team, you help in easing these fears and clarifying yung reasons behind these problems. Yeah, hopefully I would like to think that. No? And <laughs> sabi ko nga po yung end goal is the science-based policies. So, syempre nagiging beneficial lang naman po siya sa tao no? when we have or when we create these policies and ma-apply po siya no, to the community. And that is because of the research results that we have. Aha, okay. In general po ba, what can you say about the current state of science-based policies in the Philippines pertaining specifically to food and food safety? I believe po now, no, improving po ang ating science-based policies, particularly in uh, food safety. Kasi before po, we just adapt automatically kung ano po yung nasa codex or international standards po natin. But now, na-mention ko nga po kanina that I am a member of a technical working group. And this is particularly one government agency under the Department of Agriculture looking at the standards. We adapt from international, but we apply it directly in the Philippines and we even compare it with the research. So we call it science-based policy. So nag-improve po tayo na in terms of those types of science-based policies or recommendations. And maganda po yung pagtanggap ng ating government sa science-based policies kasi when we submit this as a technical working group and then as an agency of Bureau of Agriculture, Fisheries and Standards, tinatanggap po ito na mismong government po natin and in-apply po sa ating country. Uh-huh. And of course, that's very important, lalo na nabanggit nyo nga na Hindi naman kasi 
porket yun yung international standard or standard sa iba pansa, eh, automatically applicable na agad sa Philippines. Yes. With anything naman eh, di ba? Parang you have to create the policies based on where you are. Kasi iba-iba yung factors, iba-iba yung way of life, no? Am I correct? <laughs> yes, patama po yan. Kasi baka mamaya, nasabi natin, quote-unquote, napakataas po ng standards and hindi naman po kayang maabot na ating mga farmers. And ayun po ang ating sumatulungan nga dito sa ating country. That's why dapat may sarili po tayong standards. Yung achievable lang naman po ng mga farmers natin. And syempre, nadudulot naman ng safety sa ating mga consumers. Uh, so, just to clarify, hindi naman ibig sabihin ni Doc na bababaan yung standards. Ang ibig sabihin niya, to make it more realistic and, yun nga, gaya nga nasabi niya, achievable. So, guaranteed na yung food or stronger measures to ensure that the food is safe, but yung realistic naman para hindi masyadong mahirapan yung mga food producers dito sa bansa. Yes pa, tama pa. Okay, and actually, I also wanted to talk a little bit about an award or a recognition that you got this year from the National Academy of Science and Technology. And that is, you were one of the 2021 Outstanding Young Scientists. I think this was last June lang, ano? Uh-huh. I just want to get into that mindset. Now, how did you feel when you found out that you were going to be named as one of the, I think there were 10? How did it feel to be recognized as an outstanding young scientist in the Philippines? <laughs> Maganda po yung question na yan kasi hindi ko pa rin yan na-reflect on. But syempre, when, when I saw the email, I was just happy no, to see that I was one of the outstanding young scientists no, for 2021. And I just feel that my work or my research is being recognized by highest science governing body in the Philippines. And I'm very thankful to the National Academy of Science and Technology for this recognition. Yeah, and ako, talagang, I think the spotlight really should be on the scientists. Parang, there are so many scientists here in the Philippines who are just silently working, no? but making sure that our lives as a country nag-improve ang buhay natin, sometimes in ways na hindi natin agad na-appreciate or naiintindihan. Like, for example, yan nga, environmental microbiology, it sounds like a complicated topic. Parang without the knowledge of what it's about, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing you can apply in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Parang it sounds like something you would do just in the laboratory with parang walang real-life implications. But that's rarely the case naman in scientific research. What really propels a lot of scientific research is the quest to make life better. Apa. So I think yung mga ganito pong like, interviews or mga ginagawa nyo ay isa po yan sa magagandang steps no, para ma-share natin sa community or sa tao ang science. And of course, na-mention mo na rin yung recognition. Isa rin sa magagandang steps ay yung pagbibigay ng recognition ng mga government agencies o ng mga bodies, na iba-ibang national bodies. Mas nakikilala yung mga scientists at yung work na ginagawa ng mga scientists. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think na yung being recognized, it's one of the things that makes your work easier to love. And I'm sure there are a lot of awesome things about your work. Pero what would you say is your favorite aspect or favorite thing about your work? And on the flip side, what is your least favorite thing about your work? Favorite, medyo madami naman, no? Of course, <laughs> science in general, or particularly microbiology, when you do research, you satisfy your curiosity. Say, may question ka... And then yung question na yun, pwedeng masagot when you do your research, you satisfy your curiosity as well as discovery. And of course, 
lifelong learning. Every day is learning. No? Pag, when you go to the lab or when you find out something, it's learning for me. And then fourth, yung traveling. Like for instance, yung particularly in environmental micro, we do sampling. So we go out to the field and go back to the lab. So we collect samples. We do traveling. Or when we have to present our results, you can travel. Or travel now, no? usually online <laughs> online traveling. And then lastly, yeah. going back to my story kanina with my best friend. So creating long-lasting friendships. Kasi sabi mo nga, before naging love ko yung science, I had my friendship. But I also have collaboration. And yung mga nami-meet ko along the way, we form this friendship also. Yun yung favorite ko. And then for my least favorite thing naman is when I have to repeat experiments and I get different results after staying late at night or overnight. But it's actually part of satisfying curiosity. So, parang favorite pa rin siya. <laughs> oh, and hindi naman may iwasan yun, ano? Like, the reason why you conduct experiments repeatedly is to test naman talaga if the conclusions or the findings are solid. Mm-hmm, yes, because before we report to the people, we have to be sure na tama yan. For example, we get pathogenic E. coli. Isang test mo lang siya nakita, wala kang replicate. You cannot report na, ay, may nakita kami. So, fake news na tawag to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mahirap mag-generalize no, based on just one result. Mm-hmm. So, you have to do it repeatedly and that's part of science. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you did mention ano, satisfying your curiosity. So along the way, I'm sure that there are a lot of interesting things na na-encounter nyo in the pursuit of satisfying that curiosity. But by far, what do you think is the most interesting thing you've learned during the course of your professional career? Hmm. So I think it's to be appreciative of all little and great things in life. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wow. After all, because microbiology is a study of microorganisms, because they are minute organisms. Sila. But they have great impact to all of us. Because I love comparing microbiology terms and microbiology in real life. So they have impact in our lives, in health, and of course, environment. Hindi natin sila nakikita. And similarly, when we compare that in real life, we have to be appreciative of small things in life. Ako, oh, ito yung mga life lessons. So, hindi lang scientific lessons ang makuha natin from being, you know, from following the scientific path. It's also yung mga life lessons. So, absolutely appropriate nga yung appreciating the little things, no? For someone working in this field like you. Dito sa Philippines, talking about food safety naman, marami tayong mga, let's say, beliefs. One of the first things that comes to mind is yung pag nahulog yung pagkain sa sahig, no? tapos pupulot sa wala pang five seconds, kakainin. You know, these are fun and amusing, oft-repeated, common pieces of wisdom. But some of them are true, and maybe some of them are not so true, and maybe some of them are actually dangerous. But what are some of the most common like myths about food safety that you've encountered, and what's the truth behind them? Yes, that's true. Yung pinaka, lagi kong naririnig yung sinabi mo na, ay, pag nahuhulog ang food, tumatabi ang microbes. Tabi oh. daw sila, move. Oh. Tapos pwede pa daw, basta wala pa. Ang naririnig ko, either five seconds or five minutes. Five minutes, oh. So, yan, myth yan. Kasi baka mamaya, yung mga nakinig ngayon lang sila makikinig. So, dapat, importante, myth. No? <laughs> hindi totoo yan. Kasi hindi naman gagalaw na yung microbes. Although, of course, so microscopically, some microbes would have flat and they would be able to swim. Pero hindi, hindi yun, no? At the microscopic level, 
Pagkain. So third, we also have, like, uh, pag meron daw nagbigay ng food or pagkain, huwag huhugasan ang container kasi hindi nabibigyan ulit. What? So myth din po yun. Oh no. <laughs> kasi trust na diba, ando na lahat ng madumi ang Filipino, no? Yeah. In science nga, alam, may mga microbes, may iba pang dumi. Yeah, contaminated. So, mm-hmm, contaminated siya. Fourth din, di ba? Eh, ngayon, hindi masyado to. But before, pag nakikain sa ibang bahay, mm-hmm. huwag ka daw maglilipet. Ako po. <laughs> Myth din po yun, no? <laughs> Ako, linisin pa rin natin. Kasi pag natagalan po yun, eh, magkakaroon pa rin tama po yung kanina na contamination And then also another myth ay yung last meal o yung huling pagkain na nakain ay yun ang nag-cause ng foodborne illness. Myth oh. yun. No? Kunyari, yung huli mong nakain ay tinapay, posibleng hindi yon kasi meron pang tinatawag na incubation period yung microorganisms. Hindi naman pwedeng pakakain mo sa bakit na yung chan mo. Agad-agad. So, posibleng iba po yan. Meron pa, kanyari, mm. the worst that would happen to you with a foodborne illness ay sasakit lang yung chan mo. Myth din yon Kasi katulad nga po nung mentioned ko kanina that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention would have international reports on cases of death no, due to foodborne illnesses. So, hindi lang sasakit yung chan mo na may pang pwedeng mangyari. And then, minalilinig din ako na yung usong-uso po ngayon, yung mga local organic or natural. So kapag food daw is local, organic, or natural, it is safe. So myth mm. din yun, no? Kasi although of course, no, na nagsisave sa pesticides, sa chemical side, ganyan. But kung nabili po natin sila na local, organic, or natural, tapos hindi hinugasan or hindi nilinis, kinain agad kasi naniniwala tayo na safe, delikado din yan kasi meron din contamination. So myth po yan, kailangan malinis din po natin sila. So lahat ng mga ito, usually na-encounter natin everyday, tapos natatawa tayo, ganyan. But we need to take it seriously, no? of course, na this part of food safety issues and isa sa mga kailangan natin tignan, no? para maiwasan din natin yung mga foodborne diseases. Yeah. Sobrang naaaliwa ko doon sa binigay yung mix of myths. Kasi some of them are from tradition. Yung mga tipong, yung related to manners, no? Parang, or yung, yung pag-treat natin sa bisita. All of, of the hospitality stuff na Filipinos have become really known for. And some are really parang may basis in science naman. Lalong-lalo na para sa akin yung pinaka nag-stand out is yung myth that the last food that you ate is automatically or usually the culprit of whatever you're feeling, whatever bad things you're feeling right now. Kasi nga, sabi nyo nga may incubation period. So naisip ko, siguro ang relevant na to kung yung mga unexplained deaths or crimes, ano, has anyone ever approached you to ask for your opinion about that na related to crime or to a mysterious death? Yeah, just curious. Wala pa naman po. Iba po yatang field yon. <laughs> so someone else would be more of a specialist in that field, even if it's related to food. 
Yes, I think forensic scientist na po yung papasok. Unless, ah. of course, they want us to identify a particular microorganism. But the first one would to be called would be a forensic scientist, I think. Oh, so doon kayo sa part where nahanap na tong something na to but you need to identify it. Mm, but it would be nice someday, no? So that parang, di ba, we have science-based policies yung pinag-uusapan natin kanina. So maganda yes. rin siguro na science-based yung pag-solve natin ng crimes. Maganda rin yan. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I've listened to a lot of forensic experts talking about forensic science in the Philippines. And it's very interesting. Yan. Grabe. Oh, tama yan. Actually, meron din field or growing field na forensic microbiology. So maganda rin tingnan po yan. Forensic, that's interesting. I will look that up. Ganda na na. Forensic microbiology. Hmm. Your research, I'm sure it's not just about yung food, no? Parang it's one aspect, maybe a significant aspect of it. But your research covers a lot of ground, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But for the general public, if they hear about your research or your studies, what do you think is the biggest takeaway that they should know or that they should learn to appreciate about what you do? Maybe specifically with regard to agricultural products in the Philippines. Ano ba ang kailangan malaman ng publiko? I just go back to specifically with food safety. But tama po kayo, no? I have also other researches aside from food safety. But ito na lang po yung itutuloy ko. What's one thing mm-hmm. na gusto ko pong i-share? But this one, I always share din naman that food safety matters. It is everyone's responsibility. Hindi lang po ako, hindi lang si Mikael, um, <laughs> hindi lang yung ating mga consumers, hindi lang yung farmers, but everyone involved, no? From top to bottom, lahat po tayo ay meron pong responsibility in food safety. So food safety kasi is a big collection of practices from handling to preparing to storage of food products that control our hazards, kasama yung microbiological and even chemical and physical, and ensuring that the food is safe for consumption. So, bakit ko sinasabi na food safety matters? Meron na rin tayong tinatawag na World Food Safety Day. This is based from the World Health Organization, which aims to draw the attention and inspire action to help prevent, detect, and manage foodborne risks, as well as connected in actually to yung sustainable development. So when we look at food safety, no, as it is important, nasabi ko kanina, because sustainability and food safety on one end, usually no, nag-overlap yung objectives nila in terms of risk management, science-based approach, compliance with standards, supply chain integration, lahat ng mga yan. No? And also, on the other side naman ng coin, sustainability and food safety can also be viewed as complementary. For instance, no, it could be essential for economic viability of the operation or a core part of sustainability. Based on that, balikan ko yung statement ko, ano yung dapat na malaman, Food safety matters talaga no? kasi madaming angles at madaming connection siya no? to sustainability and to economic development. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful message. Definitely, food safety matters. We should be conscious about how we treat food safety from storing food to being mindful of just consuming enough or just buying enough para hindi masira or masayang. And definitely, nabanggit niyo yung sustainable goals in Definitely, that's also a factor. Yung meron tayong tiyatawag ng sustainable development goals and food production and food safety are part of that. So, I absolutely agree that the public should be more aware and should take food safety more seriously. 
Okay lang din po, alito sila, no? Hindi lang naman bad microbes yung meron in relation to food, no? Or food microbes. We also have what we call as good microbes. Hindi lang naman yung contamination. But kasi, syempre, lalo na ngayon, COVID-19 is a virus. So, we always think na ang mga microbes ay bad. But madami rin microbes, mga good microbes naman sila in food. Oo, tama yan. Good thing that you clarified that. Kasi yun nga, eh, I think na... Ang approach nyo is yung classification nila of good or bad depends on the effects that they have on our bodies as human beings. Pero if you really think about it, these are all just parts of the world, parts of the environment, parts of nature. And we're really just trying to navigate our way around the fact that these things exist so that we won't feel the negative effects of them in our food. This has been a really eye-opening and informative discussion about food. Because you know, we tend to just buy food and then put it in the refrigerator and then just think about it kapag iluluto na or something. Or kapag nagkasakit na tayo, dyan tayo biglang, malinis ba yung kinain ko? Parang panis ba yung kinain ko? Ganyan. Pero yung kailangan yung, yung approach natin or yung attitude natin towards food safety is a bit more siguro proactive or maybe mas nare-recognize lang natin yung value niya in everyday life. But if someone wanted to talk to you about your research or to know more about this field, or maybe someone who wants to become a scientist in the same field as you someday, what's the best way to contact you? We have our lab's Facebook page and official website also. They could check on Biological Research and Services Laboratory page. We have there our contact information as well as our official email address. Or if they just want to ask something directly to me, they could email me using my official email address. All right. And if someone wants to become an environmental microbiologist, wants to take a more active role in food safety here in the Philippines research someday, what's your advice for them, lalo na they'll be practicing here in the Philippines? So if you want to satisfy your curiosity, then be a scientist. Sabi ko kanina, diba? So sa mga favorite ko, ay satisfying curiosity kasi pag meron akong question, nasasagot siya no, ng science. I love sharing this, my three working principles in life. So can I share it also? Yes, yes po. Yeah, to learn, to teach, and to give back. Yung pinakahuli na give back, that is my mission, yung nasabi ko rin kanina, that I always want to give back to the community or ibabalik ko sa community ko ano mga results na nakuha ko because I have always believed no, that helping others, no matter how big or small, would always make a difference. Wow. Yung tatlong bagay na yun, napakaganda. It's something to guide not just present and future scientists in this field, but also in other areas of science as well. So... Thank you. Well, thank you, Pop. Thank you, Dan. And thank you also for this type of program that we are able to reach out to more people and hopefully the younger generations to hopefully love science. Kung hindi man microbiology, <laughs> any field in science would be, of course, lovable also. So thank you. Ako, oo nga, sana nga. Sana yung mga nakikinig, maybe the younger listeners out there would look at your stories, listen to your stories and say, hey, that's cool. I want to do this too someday. I think the Philippines would be so much better for it if we had more people who love and practice science. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Thank yeah. you. Hope we can have you here on the podcast again at some point. Yes, Papa. Marami pa po tayong pwedeng i-share like other topics also. <laughs> oh, oh, exciting. Oh, so... I look forward to our next conversation po, Doc. So thank you for your time this day and take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ask Theory. 
Follow Flip Science on Facebook, at Flip Science PH on Twitter, and at Flip Facts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Historiang Scientifico and Science Scramble. Stay curious!